everyone welcome to random encounters episode five six five five, five. i think yeah every wednesday here on twitch.tv slash game night now we get together and talk about games i'm joined as always by the shiny one max hello he probably didn't play it steve <laughs> hi and joining us for the first time jeff how are you hey what's up Hey, so it's a little tradition on the show that we uh, ask the newcomers to tell us what their favorite video game of all time is. And I'm actually going to expand that. It doesn't need to be a video game. It can be a board game or a card game because we talk about all things games. So but what is your favorite game of all time? Favorite game of all time would probably be uh, Super Mario Six Golden Coins. I've played it since I was a kid. But if I had to pick the game I go back to over and over again, it's a toss-up between original Tetris or Age of Empires 2. Two Game Boy games on there. Yeah. <laughs> that that I remember when that Six Golden Coins first came out, um, compared to the, the first Mario game on the Game Boy, which was a completely, like it was a similar idea, but they really kind of took some liberties with it. That, that second Mario game on the Game Boy was amazing. So I can definitely see why that's your favorite game of all time. I make it a point to play through it once or twice a year. Very good, very good. That's a dedication well, right there, isn't it? Yeah, it's like six hours. Play a Game Boy game that you've probably played like 30 times. I, I, I mean, it's not like 53 hours of shiny hunting, but yeah. it's up there. <laughs> and so Tetris is the other one. Have you played any Tetris at Tetris Effect yet? I have. I haven't tried it in VR, though, but uh, I. it's one of those games you can just put on and kind of zone out until you mess up and then you... And you freak out, but I'm definitely looking forward. To, yeah, it's it's one of those games where I'm waiting for a rainy day. I'm waiting until I'm like sick of Smash, and then I'm probably going to jump into Tetris Effect for a while. Yeah, it's a good time. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, since we're talking about what you're currently playing, uh, what what are you what are you been playing this week? I'll start with you, Jeff. Uh, yeah, I beat Golf Story on the bus <laughs> today. Nice. Golf Story. Is, is yeah, that yeah. actual like golf? Is that on the Switch? Yeah. yeah, it's on the Switch. Uh, it's golf with quotation marks. More uh, like Mario Golf RPG kind of story. Okay. I, was gonna say, I heard that was like an RPG. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, like Sarah was looking for something for her dad because he just retired. So uh, he really likes golf and um, he bought a Switch for his daughter for Christmas. So we're like, oh, we should buy him a golf game because he really likes golf. But uh, if that's not like an actual golf game, then uh, yeah, seems like a bad idea. You can play nine holes, a couple different courses, but it's more more for the story than the golf. Okay. Golf well, story. Maybe maybe we'll pass on the uh, the golf story then. The the pixel art. If he's looking for golf, the pixel art might turn him off. But I am. I probably have about ten hours in that. I've been taking my time with it. It's a fun game. I like it. Uh, chat said, uh, "Lovers in a dangerous something crash lands and overcooked too." I played some crash lands and it wasn't bad. Was that the the game with the guns with the the picture? I forget. Uh, uh, I'm or not is sure. That, is that something the, else? The preview looks no, a little... No, that's Borderlands, isn't it? That's yeah, the, yeah, the that's art style yeah. is a little like putty-y in a way, like a almost like a weird claymation. Um, I played it on PC when it came out, and it kind of is like a Don't Starve, if you've ever seen or played that. It's like the same sort of isometric view, 
run around, pick up things, build a base, stay alive. That game, by the way, Don't Starve, is still, like, very popular on Twitch. Like, I still see it, like, up here in the ranks of, like, the top maybe 20 games played. So maybe, yeah, I tried we to should, play uh, maybe we should play it. I don't know. I tried to play it with Shank uh, a while back, but it was still relatively new. And the art style takes some getting used to if you're not really into Tim Burton. Well, I've been doing nothing but playing Smash Brothers. Um, I'm Have you very, fr- very frustrated. all the characters? Right oh, yeah. I, I did that in the first day or two, just starting a game up, resetting, resetting, starting a game, resetting over and over again to get them all unlocked. Yeah. Um, I have no interest in any of the the other single player stuff. It seems really grindy and not something I'm into. But you don't want to get all the spirits and whatever. No, no. There's no. There's like a twelve hundred of those things. It's like a sixty hour play time. I I know. That's nothing. I can do sixty hours a week. What is wrong? Grinding over here. Well, maybe I should just give it to you, and you can grind out all the the stickers for me or whatever the hell they call it. Yeah, I could play three switches at the same time while I'm shiny hunting uh, and just grind out all the spirits for you. I have completely fallen apart. I don't know if the bad people just stopped playing Smash Brothers or I don't I have no idea. It's I went from twenty like two point seven million dollar global or global smash ranking down to like two hundred. It it was I fell apart in the last couple of nights. <laughs> so I need to grind myself back up, get back into the elite smash, and uh, then fall the hell back out again because that's all really good players yeah i don't know i'm just really bad at smash and apparently like my pokemon game is evolving or at least the people in my chat are evolving into uh you know playing smash now so i think i'm I'm losing my pokemon uh, followers no we're we're uh i've I've got some ideas i've got some ideas if smash is something they're interested in uh we could host and even if you don't play we could host a tournament on the on the stream meaning we get everybody together that wants to play you hop on but as a spectator no, Pop one, you can play too. I would have to unlock Jigglypuff and learn how to play the game. Oh uh, yeah, I told you you can go back and rechallenge him, or I can do it for you if you need me to. But, uh, but it's not then, a, it's not a shiny Jigglypuff, so it's yeah, not really worth it's it. It's not a green eyed Jigglypuff. I mean, that's, I think if that's you, the only I think if you change I it, I think if you change it to the green Jigglypuff with the green headband on, it does have green eyes. Really? I, I mean, so. I mean, there's so many like different outfits for the uh, the characters that I mean that could be a thing. <laughs> but uh yeah if, if they want smash we can give them smash steve what have you been playing uh a small mix of things but a majority of my time is xcom uh, i bought that over the christmas sale and you're talking about XCOM solid game two? xcom 2 i i bought like the um the full-on package because it was like a hundred and x dollars worth of shit for like 34 bucks so it's like war of the chosen and a bunch of other packs um so i've been chipping away at that for a few hours a night whenever i can get away uh been having a lot of fun with it i instantly downloaded like a bunch of mods from from work because i had some time and you can <laughs> subscribe to the workshop mods so i'm not playing it uh 100 how you're supposed to i sort of bent it towards my speed but i did take a um a cue from uh xcom one because i uh had read a thing where they're like, put people you know in the game because then you have more of a connection to them if something terrible or something good happens to them. And um, so I put everybody I know in it because you have to have a huge goddamn roster in that game because every time you take somebody out and they get shot, they're like, oh, I'm out for like a month. I've been shot in the foot. Or they get tired even if they don't get shot. So 
It's just a constant revolving door of people. So I have everybody that I know, including everyone in here except Jeff and your significant others. And it turns out there's a bonds thing. So uh, the more you're with certain people, the more you'll sort of like bond to them. And I've been trying to play like matchmaker. So Dan, you and Mindy always go on missions together and Ryan and Sarah always go on missions together. And there's like a natural progression. So it took like two missions before Dan and Mindy were good to go. And Ryan, you and Sarah still hate each other and have been on like every mission that you can. Like, so. You can't force two people to be together, Steve. No, no, I can't. So I, I've been doing that and I've been enjoying it. Um, ever since we got together over the weekend to play uh, that Sentinels game, mm-hmm. uh, they showed me a mobile app version. So I've been playing that and it hasn't been that bad. Uh, I like it, although it's a lot of... Um, <laughs> lot of money to unlock the other cards so i'm gonna skip out on that i mean the sentinel game feels a lot like arkham to me just like with the environments and like the boss and all the enemies and stuff so i, yeah. I, can, I can understand why you really enjoy that game you know? I, I just found it interesting and i wanted to try out the different characters um i actually talked to eric about it because some of them i definitely don't like and some of them i i think are a little overpowered but I still like the card game aspect of it because certain people can just like fly off the handle and be super amazing right away. Or if you get a bad hand, you just have a character that's struggling the entire time and can't get out of it. Um, so it's a, you said it's a mobile version of that. Like did you play online or is it like you play against computer, like like, P, you, like PVE stuff or what is it? You can play online and Eric and I tried to do it once, but I don't know if he kept leaving or there was a bug but um, we couldn't really get together. And he said it didn't matter because you have to have at least three people to start a game. So I have been playing by myself just to try the characters out and get used to them. And uh, I did successfully play against a robot guy in the city, and they spawned some cops as the environment. And I got him down to one, and the cops shot him to death. So the heroes <laughs> did not win <laughs> that mission. Isn't that how we like won our board game? We were, or we were, the cops like, got him down to one. Yeah, we were the opposite. They they got him almost dead, and then we finished the job. But yeah, it was, that was pretty good. Yeah, uh, no, and... I enjoyed the game, and uh, I do. Uh, uh, like I said, I can understand why you enjoy that game because I think while we were playing it, I thought like this is very similar to Arkham, so I can see. Yeah, in a way, there I, mean, actually... I feel like just all like the pieces and crap like everywhere. It's yeah, that's, definitely got that's... an Arkham feel to it. Yeah, that's kind of why I like the digital version a little bit better, uh, because you don't have to deal with that. Um, somebody asked, so how is it, how is the game, like how is it played? Um, it's just like everybody has these hero decks, and you play a pretty simple turn of, um, it's not draw a card, it's play a card, use a power, draw a card, skip your turn. So um, you play with, like, three to five heroes, and then the boss just, like, goes. You play a card. Uh, they usually, like, hit everybody for damage or blow up everybody's equipment. And there's also an environmental turn where a, like, neutral uh, thing sort of happens that can be good or bad for you. And it just keeps going round and round. So it is kind of like a... TCG, but there's no actual collecting. It is a, a lot of fun. 
but um, I can understand why Eric doesn't want to buy any of the expansion packs in the game, like in the digital game, because they're probably just as expensive as the ones out of the game. Because I think there's only like five character decks out of like, I don't know, something like 40. And you can buy season passes um, for like the first and second season and you get a lot of decks, but it's like 25 bucks. So it up front, if I want everything, it's like 50 bucks. And I'm happy with like the seven bucks that I paid for it just to play on and off. Uh, this morning, Ragnarok M, Eternal Love, which is a really stupid fucking name, but it's a Japanese that sounds, game. I was gonna say that sounds Japanese, uh, you know, romance game. That's yeah, that's yeah. what. I'm, don't even describe it. That's what it is. No, it's it's. You've never heard of Ragnarok, the MMO? Uh, no. Yeah, it's it's a pretty old but sort of niche series. I kept getting ads for it and like everything online, so I decided to give it a shot. It actually is kind of interesting the play style. But the more I look into it, the more it just seems like every other goddamn mobile game because you can sort of, like, auto-fight if you want to. But if you do that, every time you're in a battle, your stamina starts to drain and you only get so much stamina a day. And you can probably pay money to get it back. And yep. mobile games Sounds are... Sounds like every mobile game, you know? Yeah. Probably play, pay money. <laughs> Definitely yeah. pay money. Oh, yeah. uh, almost all mobile games, in my opinion, are garbage, except for ones that are ports of things, which is why Sentinels gets a pass because it's a port of an actual board game. So I was I was playing uh, Nintendo's uh, Dragalia Lost, their like gotcha mobile game for a little bit, just because it was a Nintendo game. But I'm just not a mobile game player. No, I can't I can't deal with them anymore. Like I'll. Download them as little time wasters, but it's all the same sort of formula in different packages, and I get really annoyed with it. Well, Max, uh, I think this is a dumb question, but what have you been playing? I've been playing, um, I don't know if you've heard of this game before, but it's called uh, Pokemon Let's Let's Go Pikachu. Or could you, could you explain that? What, what kind uh, of game is that? It's like a game where there's these little animals on the ground, and you run around and collect them. Uh, uh, is it like an obsessive collecting or uh, like yeah just... like there's one mechanic in it where you can like keep clicking on them and they'll eventually turn a slightly different color um, and then it takes it takes more. a very very long time would you say you're trying to collect or maybe gotta catch them all would would you say i'm trying to catch them all probably yeah <laughs> actually you're trying to go above and beyond catching them all technically that's true i'm basically so, trying would... to uh yeah would you say you're the very best? Am I the very best? Uh, no, I would not say I'm the Like very no best. one ever was? Maybe. Would know. you say that catching them is your real test? Um, I would say it's my cause. I don't know. I thought training them was your cause. <laughs> oh, I don't Thank know. You. It's been a long time since... Uh... <laughs> It's been a long time since I heard that song, so yeah. All right, man. Well, you're in week two of essentially being a full-time <laughs> streamer. Uh, this is your first week back at a real job. How are you finding balancing work life and um, uh, streaming life? Well, my boss is in Hawaii for a month, so it's been very easy to sneak home early and uh, try to stream earlier because I do believe my base is widely European. So if you stream starting at 7 p.m. here, you know what time it is there? Like 1 in the morning. So they're not going to be watching me. 
Um, it's a good thing this isn't on the internet though so yeah i i mean i do need more like american viewers i think just because um you know the timing issues and whatnot but uh, i don't know i think it's going okay we'll we'll see in a month you know how well we're doing and you know we can uh progress from there i guess so but, uh, i mean i'm enjoying it it it's a so lot next, of so next week is going to be the real test that's when the boss comes home and uh you gotta start streaming. Oh no, he, he won't be back till February. So your dad's gone till February. Yeah, he he's gone for a month. So good stuff. All right, so look forward to some. You <laughs> there know, will be uh, one, or, one p.m. Yeah, starts. Maybe some nine a.m. Uh, streams also. So well, while we're on work life balance, uh, I have a minor bone to pick with Dan. So a couple weeks ago, you accused me of being cheap. When yes. it came to, to games. And there is a difference between being cheap and just not having money <laughs> to buy stuff. <laughs> so uh, I actually found some pretty shocking information a couple days ago because it's tax season and everybody's getting all their shit ready for that. All right. Drop and, some knowledge on me. Yeah. So I told you kids ruin everything, right? Your life is over when you have kids. That's why we just had a goodbye party for Dan. <laughs> or not Dan, or, Jeff. Or other Jeff. Other Jeff, So, yeah. how much do you guys think... Actually, Jeff, do you have kids? I do not have kids. Did okay, you see the collection yeah. of games behind me earlier? There's no kids here. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you have an extremely impressive game library behind you that if we could get your camera and mic to work Yeah, properly. we definitely got to get that figured if, out. If I could get it as impressive as my game collection as my shitty webcam, we'd be set. <laughs> you got to buy one of these microphones. They were like 20 bucks on Amazon. Yeah. It I'll, looks, I'll, next time I see them, it looks next time professional, I see them on sale. but it's like a total piece of shit. I was going to say, that was my entire webcam budget there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the I, I was telling you before, kids ruin everything and whatnot, because now my playtime is super limited, and I need to make sure what I buy is not only worth the money, but worth the time to play because that's my that's my current factor whenever i buy a game it's either cheap enough that i don't care or it's going to be good enough that i don't mind spending the money that is so, the saddest damn thing i've ever heard for, <laughs> for 2018 how much do you think it costs to send a child to daycare for the year now you do all day daycare five days a week yeah, the only difference if you don't have like a private person is like part time or full time, but it's full time. Full time daycare. Yep. Uh, take, I'm gonna take say a wild if, guess. I'll say like two thousand a if, month. Fifteen thousand dollars for the year. Fifteen oh one. Fifteen oh one. Fifteen oh two. Are we? Are we? <laughs> price is right. It seems like we're doing uh, Price is Right rules. Well, actually, I the price. One dollar. You're close. Does that come through at all? No. Yeah. Yeah, it says fourteen thousand, I think. Yeah. No, we all went over. That's yeah. still a disgusting amount of money. It's fourteen thousand two hundred fifty-nine dollars and sixteen cents to send a child to daycare, which, wow. uh, if you're not aware, is actually ruinously expensive to have to shell out five hundred bucks every two weeks for daycare on top of just like basic everyday stuff and then mortgage car payments insurance it it adds up extraordinarily fast so <laughs> i don't see why you're blaming us dude that's on you yeah no, you're the one that had the cake yeah 
Well, they, I've, I've never met the kid, but I can tell you, I don't think he's worth 14000 14, <laughs> Well, I don't think he is either because it's a she. But... <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's uh, quite so, a bit of money. Well, yeah. I, got a, I got a game for you then, Steve. I send my dog to daycare. How much do you think I spent on doggy daycare last mm. year? Uh, again, is there a part-time, full-time, or is it per day? He goes two days a week. Let's say it's on par with the child. I Sage say goes. Five... Sage goes five days a week. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, so you, you pay two, for five. We'll, we'll divide it by, uh, you know, two fifths, I guess. So uh, let's say. I want to say fifty. I want to see next five thousand dollars a year. <laughs> yeah, I can't for do doggy that daycare. Either. I want to say 100 bucks a week times, what is it, 32 weeks? So I'll say Dude, four grand. They feed the dog. They, they, they do, um, but my dog is on a special diet because he gets the runs. Uh, you guys are a little bit over. I spent $2,600 on doggy daycare last year. That was year. pretty close. I was All only right, off well, by double, but when, you know. When you want to see how fast the other 12 grand disappears and then you're sitting there <laughs> trying to make a decision over whether or not you want to pay 40 bucks for uh, Monster Hunter or $36 for XCOM 2 and agonize over that decision, <laughs> then yeah. yeah. No, the goal, the goal here, I'm going to get some, uh, if we can start making some non-Pokemon Go money. So if anybody's watching this, I would love you to watch this in some other formats, you know, drop a follow, drop a subscribe if you have that Twitch Prime available, because I want to get some, some, accounts together that are like the streaming accounts like ea's access premiere and you know microsoft um their streaming not their streaming service their download service so that we could have like you like, you can say hey, like i want to play this game it's on this service can i have it this night and then we'll have access to you know any game that we can pay the ten dollars a month so we can keep our topics a little bit more topical you think we so, can make ten dollars a month here you know how uh, hard that's gonna be. Yeah, no, I understand. It's it's a stretch goal. It's a lofty goal, but uh, <laughs> if we can if we can get there, if Steve, if you for the love of God, get your wife to subscribe to our goddamn channel. She's not using the Twitch Prime. I know she's uh, not. I'll look into it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take us into the first topic because we're already like forty minutes in and we haven't even gotten to topic one yet. Um, it's been a long running discussion on this channel about different storefronts and Steve's inability to leave steam behind. Well, steam just got a pretty big blow. Uh, the division two is not going to be on steam. It is going to be a PC Epic store exclusive. Well, hold on. I got a question for Jeff. Uh, we saw your background of all your console games. Do you play PC games also? I do. Yeah. Okay. You play like pretty much everything. Pretty much everything. That's that no kids lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I hear uh, you, man. Yeah. Do you uh, do you have a like a an affiliation with one of the storefronts, or do you kind of just go where the games are? I go wherever the game is going to be the cheapest. Gotcha. I feel the that same is way. where my my loyalty lies. Yeah, you cheap son of a bitch. According <laughs> to Dan. Hey, there's a difference between being cheap and still buying it. But uh, so let me just, I'll read a little quote here. Uh, we entrust Epic to deliver a smooth journey to our fans from pre-ordering the game to enjoying our beta to the launch of Tom Clancy's The Division 2 on March 15th, said Chris Early, the vice president 
Epic continues to disrupt the video game industry and their third party digital digital distribution model is the latest example and something Ubisoft wants to support. And a little bit more backstory is they're doing an 88-12 split on revenue share, which is pretty much the main reason why anybody wants, would want to go over to the Epic store. Um, bigger cut of the money. So aside from uh, this, uh, they also have the final season of The Walking Dead as an exclusive as well, but I think this is a much bigger get. I think this is uh, one of the first nails in the coffin of Steam if they don't do something sooner than later. I mean, do you think Epic could really snatch up Steam's market share of all the games? I do. I do. I mean, the the creators are getting, what, an extra 20% at best of the revenue? I mean, that's a lot of revenue for, like, say, you and I making a game. But, uh, you know, somebody who's making $100 million, do you think $110 million is really going to push them over to a different Uh... platform? I, the install base is, is, is enormous. You know, Fortnite's the biggest game in the world. I said this a couple of times. You know, We're all sitting here. Maybe if none of us have, have ever been logged into the Epic Store, which I have because they're giving away free games, I'd recommend. You can get Super Meat Boy if you log in today. And then tomorrow you get what remains of uh, Edith Finch. Good games to give away. But we all have Epic accounts, I'm assuming. Jeff, have you played Fortnite at all? I have, yeah. So they're all four of us are sitting here with that are already, if not invested in the model, we already have the account made. So, you know, the next thing is just to start selling other people's games. I mean, if the, the drawback is the only thing that Steve has going for it right now is that there's a large user base. There's a large user base of Epic users as well. So I think it's premature to say that it's a nail in the coffin. I think it's, Look, I didn't tell you how many nails there were going to be. <laughs> I think it's just the first, could be a very large coffin. It's the first decent grab, but something I didn't think about before is um, I wonder how long they can hold the exclusives now that they're opening it up to a multiple market share. Like you said, Super Meat Boy is free, but Super Meat Boy is on like everything. So um, that, that's just what they're giving away for free. They gave away Subnautica. Come on. Yeah, but I mean, like that's a game that appears on all the different platforms. Mm-hmm. So. That's not particularly a draw. Like right now, uh, it is if Division, you don't have it. Yeah, well, Division Two will definitely be a draw. But if you don't need to buy it day one, uh, I wonder if it won't eventually wind up on the other what's, platforms. What's the incentive? I mean, they're getting more money if they if you download it on the Epic Store than Steam. So if if it's selling well enough, they have no incentive to push it over to Steam. No, no, no. They're making it look. It wouldn't be anytime soon, but it would be sort of like uh, console ports, how like old games have a tendency to randomly pop up on Steam. So what's the difference if, you know, in a year or when the uh, game of the year version of uh, Division 2 comes out, that they wouldn't just put it on all the platforms and get as much money as they can from anybody who just hasn't picked it up, who's not an early buyer? Because I usually don't pick up games the minute they come out because... Especially nowadays, they they just you wait like six months to a year, and you can buy the goddamn game of the year edition and not have to sit there and keep coming back for every little DLC. Just skip it for a while and then pick everything up all at once. And I would suspect by that sort of time, it may actually just appear on everything else. Well, it sounds like this is not a big enough get to pull you off of Steam. Uh, it is for me. Um, 
I was looking forward to this game, and this will probably be my first purchase over in the Epic Store. Jeff, are you going to head over to the Epic Store for either this game or maybe to make some other purchases? Well, I can tell you specifically with Ubisoft is I've hated Uplay as long as they've had it. So I only buy Ubisoft games on console because I don't have to directly deal with logging into their launcher. Mm -hmm. So it's not enough to get me to go to Epic for that, but I'll go to Epic for anything else they want to offer. Is if a game, do you see the benefit of going to the Epic Store just to maybe give a little bit more money to the developer, maybe of a small game, or would you rather buy it on Steam where you're like, or where most of your friends are at? It, it would really depend on where my my group is at. Gotcha. More so than the developer getting a little bit more cash, which would be nice, but yeah, it's I mean, not about them. It's about let's me. be real. Yeah, that doesn't affect us at all. No, the the thing I'm I'm not the best subject for this because I'm a relatively new PC gamer. Uh, I built my PC not that soon before we started doing this, so it hasn't been that long. And my friends list on Steam is exactly the same length as my friends list on Epic because it's just like you guys. So I don't really have that draw and that friends list and that that core to keep me going back. But Steve, what's the is there is there a game that would be an like if Steam if if uh, Epic got it as an exclusive, it would just be an instant download. I'm going over. Is there anything that could pull you away from your Steam library? Uh, currently, nothing really comes to mind. I'm not a diehard fan enough of anything that's gonna pull me over. Terraria and, two. If they uh, made Final Fantasy eleven without a monthly subscription and you could play every single expansion, I would go over. <laughs> Uh, well, I was thinking about this because I was like, uh, you know, why is it that I don't like to download all these different platforms? And um, I think it's the same. Uh, it's not an exact similarity, but it's like any streaming service for movies, right? Like uh, you can wind up with like fucking Hulu, Crackle, uh, Prime, Netflix, and soon to be, there's going to be like 20 other ones because everybody's taking their ball and going home. You're going to wind up with the fucking Disney one. You're going to probably wind up with a... Actually, I was going to say Sony exclusive, but that is or was Crackle if that's still around. And we're and just going to see... You can, you can watch the exclusive Crackle movie, Joe Dirt 2 on Crackle. Yeah. But, you know, currently the, uh, the movie uh, industry and show streaming industry is like fracturing. And you're kind of seeing that in the game market too. But at the same time, people only really are going to get invested in one or two of the platforms. It's hard to find somebody who is involved in all of them, or at least actively involved in all of them. Like the, a, This is a little bit different situation. This is more it, of like an iTunes, iTunes uh, Google Play Music type situation. Yeah, like yeah, I don't they're have... offering the same content. Like Hulu and Netflix aren't offering the same content. Yeah, like I I don't listen to any other streaming part. like music service other than iHeartRadio. And I actually have a subscription to it because uh this You're the first person I've ever met that has a subscription to iHeartRadio. I know. You have a Pandora it, Prime account too? Their system sucks dick. Man. But uh, <laughs> I cultivated I... my Pandora account over like ten years and I don't use it anymore. It's very upsetting. Yeah, I, I only did it because I started keeping a playlist and you can freely skip everything. You can 
uh, especially when it comes to like podcasts, there's like a skip button for a little bit of time. So you can just skip through commercials. Uh, there was a lot of quality of life things if you paid the per, uh, subscription. So I did it. But because of that, I'm not going to go anywhere else. I'm not going to lose my playlist just to move to a different service. Now, streaming for movie services are a little different because it's all either subscription, watch it now based or temporary rental. So it's a little different and there's a little bit more freedom there to be like, I'll keep Netflix for two months, watch what I want, dump it, pick up Hulu, watch, you know, the new uh, Star Trek or whatever else you're interested, dump it, pick up a new one. But since there's a little bit more investment in it, like it's hard to pull me away from Steam because I just don't want a computer cluttered with all these fucking services with all these games all over the place whole bunch of different friends lists uh like every time there's a sale i don't want to have to go through like five different systems to look to see which game is going to be the easiest and best it's it's just easier to stick with one if there's no if there's not enough of a draw to start breaking it off so like currently i have blizzard because blizzard has just their games they're all pretty good and steam Technically, I have the Uplay launcher because that comes with some of their games, but it's sort of like a weird little hybrid, and it fucking sucks. It's really awful. But it's always there waiting for you. I know. It is the, the most annoying piece of crap. I played Far Cry 5, and every time I play that game, it sits there, and it's like, oh, the Uplay thing says you have rewards available, and I'm like, I there's nothing to claim. I don't have any rewards, but every time I fast travel, it's like, guess what you got? You got some awards. You should check them out. I mean, that pops up every time I open Discord, too. Like, Discord tries to throw these, like, games and shit at me, I think. Yeah, well, Dis- Discord also, they made their own storefront, too. And they actually just lowered their take down to the same as the Steam, uh, the Epic Store, to try to compete with them. I don't know that Discord's ever going to... They got to go down to, like, 95.5 if they want to pick up, you something know, like Division that. 2 or something. Everyone but, uses yeah. Discord, right? That that was their idea, and they have they have the launcher too. So even games that you have in your Steam library, you can launch in Discord. You don't have to. You can launch it right out of Discord. So they're they're thinking, well, man, if people are already here and launching their games through us, they might as well just download them from us too, because you're opening up Discord no matter what. So I wouldn't switch, and there's probably not a whole hell of a lot that's going to make me switch, because most of these super popular games that come out nowadays aren't really stuff that I'm interested in. Like the current past year or so hot thing has been the Battle Royale games. I don't give a fuck about those. So if I did, if I really, really liked them, I would own both PUBG and I would play Fortnite. And so I'd have the Epic Launcher because that's where everybody is. But I don't play PvP games anymore. I don't don't tolerate other people (laughs) anymore in my games. And I usually don't have enough time to get invested in long pvp matches because there's no such thing as pausing so uh there probably isn't going to be anything that's enough to move me away from the convenience of steam but i am going to put that asterisk of probably and i'm an outlier because i'm sure there's plenty of other people that don't mind they don't care it's just an icon on their computer or kids Uh, it's a a friends list too i mean it's not i could understand and now I we're we're getting in this day and age where everyone's like, oh, we want to play a game 
everywhere. Like we want it to be like Fortnite where you can log in and play with all your friends on no matter what system you can play on. And I'd love the idea of that. But with that comes the, I need to have an account with this game. And I hate having like developer specific accounts. That's why I think I'm gravitated towards a, a service like the Epic store because what they're doing is making it so it's they'll do the legwork and maybe Ubisoft won't ever peel off like Blizzard has and like Activision has and force me to have a different account for all uh, those things because that's a different login is what I hate the most. So a different storefront, if I have just Steam and Epic, I'll keep both of those. That's two. But now I have Steam, I have Epic, I have Battle.net, I have you know, every single thing, my PlayStation, my net, my Nintendo, that you need a thousand different logins for all these different things. So well, I, I think I'm just so invested in this Epic store because I want it to be so successful that everything just goes there and I only got to remember one password. <laughs> I don't think that kind of stuff's going to go away because that's just no. like, if you have a, if you have a popular enough game with, uh, you know, internal, um, what is it? Not DLC. The uh, yeah, I'll be right back in a second. Microtransactions. microtransactions. Yeah, you're gonna get that. I mean, you can't even get away with that with Rockstar. They have their own stupid fucking things. So you play Grand Theft Auto, you gotta have a Rockstar account, and then you gotta buy your Shark Bucks or whatever it is. But and I think you don't need to have a you don't need to have a Rockstar account if you're playing on uh, a console. I think you don't. I think you can just buy them right through the, the whatever yeah, marketplace. They probably have better integration, but that did bother me. I mean, I didn't play online, but they still pestered you about, you know, it was, it was sort of like any Ubisoft game. It just sort of popped up and came with it as soon as you had the game. The the crappy thing about your camera not working, Jeff, is I can, like, I can tell when Steve wants to say something because his eyes kind of get big and then I can p naturally pause my, uh, you know, my sentence. I don't know when you have anything to say. <laughs> uh, I'm just lurking until there's an opening. <laughs> All right. Well, what well, is your take on it? What What is, I mean, do you, would you just download any sort of platform as long as there's a decent enough game? Or is there a level of like convenience to which you're like, eh, fuck it. I, I figure if I go to a new system, it's going to take me what? 10, 15 minutes to integrate my old friends list to a new one. If they're going to give me a good price on a game, I'll pick it up. Okay. So it's just uh, price over convenience. Absolutely. Okay. Now you don't cultivate the wall of video games behind them. Not value shopping every once in a while. I still have a wall of video games. Yeah, my they were, they stopped being made in like 2002. <laughs> when was the last time you bought a video game in like at a store with money in a, in a case probably like three years ago when we bought Pokemon. Well, that's, not that's not too bad i would have thought yeah. it was longer than i think i've asked you that question before yeah no it was definitely pokemon but i'm I done i'm all digital like we're gonna go off on tangents and we might just skip the next topic because it's not that interesting because this like i this this whole topic is fascinating to me because I'd, I'd love to hear Jeff's because I see that enormous wall of video games behind you. And as a guy that just recently decided he was going all digital, I want to know what your take is on an all digital future. Uh, it hurts me to my core. <laughs> I love having these things sit on my shelf, look nice and uh, really kind of fill out the room. The, the camera angle you guys saw, it's only like a quarter of the room here. Jesus Christ. But uh, it's the most packed corner of the room. <laughs> <laughs>
So I get the idea that physical media will eventually disappear, but the presence of an item for the game is still going to exist in just the form of special editions. Because it would be before you could have a nice collection of shit behind you or in your room or whatever. Like I used to have my giant collection of Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Genesis games. But then now almost every game you get is just like, here's a code. Here's a code and a bag and a statue. And so you still have stuff to put up. It's just not going to be a plastic case with a paper insert that says this is the game and this is what it's for. Well, the problem I have with digital is, and I get it when I turn my PS4 on, is I forget what I have. Mm-hmm. So I'll sit there and I'll go, oh, what do I want to play? I'll look through the, the line of a game. No. Then I'll be like, oh, yeah, I have a whole hard drive full of games that I have no idea what's on there. Yeah, I've had to do that with Steam where like I'd buy 10 random, some cheap, some interesting games, and then they just get put on my master list of Steam games and disappear since I don't immediately install them. Mm-hmm. And what I've, what I've had to do is go back into my account and look at my transactions just to find out what the like, other games are. Because you know, I'll just buy like a couple $5 games play like XCOM for three months and then I'm like oh yeah I bought some other stuff I don't even remember what it is or how to even find it I get that with uh, Humble Bundle Keys Oh my god! Uh, I have hundreds of those I have not moved over to my Steam account just sitting there Yeah I gave up on that I fell for that a couple years ago when Humble Bundle was still relatively new and there'd be like one game I was interested in I'd pay the extra one dollar Oh, you gotta pay the extra $1. Yeah, and they're like, here's five other games, and then I would give them out to a couple people. I would just claim them just to fill up my thing. And I have, like, 800 games on my Steam account, and I'm like, a good majority of these are trash. What what pushed me over the edge from, you know, physical, you know, having the physical box to being all digital was when Amazon stopped doing their 20% discount. That was it. It was, it's yeah. just like you, I saw you had some Switch games behind you. Saw quite a few Switch games behind you. Does it not piss you off to have to put the little cartridge in the system? Because it pisses me off. I keep a, uh, a top five on me okay. at all times. And then I'll shuffle those out if I feel like playing something else. Yeah, dude, there's, it's just something so nice about just firing it up and seeing a whole little crossbar full of games and going, all right, cool, I'm going to play one of these, and I don't have to go over and, and, and stick a little cartridge in. It, yeah, but I, I, look I, think... at it, I look at it this way, though. Like 10, 15 years from now, you want to go play those digital games? Is it going to be there to download? Yeah, no, there, I, I hear there's you. A, there's a suspect thing to that. Uh, I mean... I believe you and I are in the major or in the minority on this, but if at all possible to have a physical copy, I would like to, because then that you could always go back to that and have it and play it. Whereas, except for the 450 gigabyte day one patch that fixes game crashing bugs that you're not going to be able to grab anyways. It's we're in a day and age now where you have a disc that doesn't have a whole game on it anymore. Yeah, no, no. I mean, Modern- almost anything. Doesn't isn't playable without some kind of patch. Well, isn't most of the Twitch or not Switch stuff? Is that's the that's that's different. Yeah, no, they every almost anything that comes on a CD, you're fucked. 
No, it's it's the 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 all digital future. I'm ready. I'm not only ready for for streaming, like not a streaming service. I don't I don't really want that, but I'm ready for a subscription service future. I want to pay ten bucks a month, and then then just give me a hundred games, and I'll keep that service for one month. And then next month, I'm going to get Xbox's service, and then a month after that, I'm going to get EA's service. And I'll probably end up spending way more money on video games because that's how streaming services work or subscription services work. But that's that's the future I'm waiting for. Yeah, I'm like, I'm happy yeah. with pay to quasi own. I'm telling you, we got to get this camera fixed. I can't tell if you're. <laughs> like... <laughs> Did you want to say something, Jeff? Oh, no, I just periodically like to go bah, uh, and see you guys stop for a couple seconds and then, uh, then just let you get well, back you, into it. You're doing a good job there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I think well, I look good in my yeah, picture. I though. mean, uh, I agree with Dan. Like, uh, I, uh, you know, physical copies, I think, are uh, going out of style nowadays. So in 20 years, you're going to be able to just download it into your brain anyway. So <laughs> that's what I think is going to happen. Did you, now you have, you have two switches. You have two copies of Pokemon. Are they, do you have the physical copies or did you get digital? I have a physical let's go Pikachu. Cause that's what Sarah bought. And then I downloaded the let's go Eevee copy. So, so you my got one switch, each. yeah, my one switch has the digital and uh, the one has the actual cartridge. Yeah. The, I got a question the, for you. Yep, sure. Max. Gun to your head, Pikachu or Eevee? Who are you saving? <laughs> Which Pokemon am I saving? Uh, Which Pokemon are you taking with you? They're slowly like... being lowered down into lava. <laughs> I kind of like Eevee more than Pikachu. It's a solid choice. Yeah. I, I feel mean... like that's like the more mature gamer always goes towards Eevee. Well, in this particular game, Eevee, I think, can do more. Um, so I guess that's why I prefer Eevee over Pikachu. Eevee is always the better choice because there's more options. You can Swiss Army Knife. Yeah, yeah, you turn into whatever you want. I mean, even after the first generation, now there's like 10 different evolutions for it or something crazy like that. Yeah. After my like week or two of playing Pokemon Go, I got so sick of seeing Vaporeons that I don't want to see Eevee <laughs> ever again. So I'm Pikachu. Uh, yeah. yeah, I know exactly how you feel. All right. Well, I'm going to skip this next topic because I don't think it's that entertaining. Um, we'll save it. We'll save the 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 story that the topic was going to tell for another day. The uh, uh, yeah. Um, the last topic of the evening. Uh, Doom sound designer uh, Mick Gordon is looking to put a heavy metal choir together for his next game. You guys got a good death metal voice? You want to demonstrate on stream? Anybody? Oh Come my god. On. My cat. Oh, the cat just Does flew up help? in the frame. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping somebody yeah. would give us a little growl. But, yeah. uh, no, sorry, you, I got nothing there. If you are a, uh, a heavy metal singer and you go to Austin, Texas, uh, you can uh, submit your demo to mick-gordon.com slash 666 to uh, see if you can be Is that a real website? That doesn't feel yeah, like it's I, a real I, that's, that's, I think that's a real one. I think it's, this has to be Doom Eternal, right? This has to be the sequel to Doom. This is there's going to be a heavy metal choir in Doom Eternal. Didn't they just have a like a remake of Doom or something? Yeah, 20, I, 2016. Sure the second Doom is supposed to come out real soon. It's it's, it's kind of uh, close for a new soundtrack. Yeah, I'm thinking. Is this supposed to come out before or after Rage Two? Uh, uh, I don't even know. 
I was going to say, I was pretty sure when we looked last time, it's due out relatively, like, it should be basically a done game, and they're just getting ready for release and uh, uh, advertisements right now. Yeah, all, all we know is it's sometime in 2019. I think Rage 2 is the next Bethesda game, and then Doom Eternal's after that. So we have some time. I think you should bring up the list that we were looking at last week and have Jeff uh, pick out what games he is excited there. Because, I mean, he plays everything. So yeah. I, I can give you give you one game that I, I'm waiting for more than any other game this year, and that's right, the new Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem. You're Fire Emblem boy. That's, I love Fire like, Emblem. You're like the first Fire Like I, I've never met a Fire Emblem person before. Strategy so, game and anime titties? What's not so, to love? Tell me on Fire Emblem. I guess you just did. Strategy yeah. game and anime titties. There you go. I mean, to get ahead of you guys there, but there's really <laughs> nothing more to it than that. Is that yeah, like, I don't know anything that's a mobile game? Or is that on like pile of them in, uh, in Smash Three. Brothers? Yeah, it's half of the Smash Brothers roster. Uh, you either need to speak Japanese to play the originals or have a 3DS to play the what I think are the better good ones. So is the new one coming out on Switch? The new one will be out on Switch uh, March, a, April, May. Yeah, they gave us a year. They definitely said it's this year, but they didn't uh, They didn't give us a release date. I, I thought we were going to have, there was going to be a big topic about a potential Nintendo Direct tomorrow. Uh, there were a lot of, you know, rumblings on the internet about, you know, Nintendo has had an early November, January Direct for the last like four years, and they're definitely going to have one. And then Nintendo dropped like pretty much everything that you'd think we're going to be in a direct in a tweet yesterday. So I don't think we're going to get one anytime soon. I would have thought we would have gotten a fire emblem announced date. I, I do love that Nintendo fandom where they've given you the same thing, their entire existence and people still lose their minds over, Oh, oh my definitely. God, is there going to be a direct tomorrow? <laughs> I do. I do the same thing. I a Nintendo direct. I plan my work day. I put it on my calendar as like private appointment so that nobody schedules me because I need to watch the direct. I need to be there while it's happening. They just have a stream playing in the background and then whenever it picks up, you're ready to go. Yeah, damn straight. Do you, um, do you have anything else that you're a Stevie good and ask a question if you're still on fire emblem? Yeah. I was going to ask, did you play the uh, mobile game that was popular for a hot minute there? Did I? I still do. I think it's still. Popular. I was going to say uh, it's still pretty popular. That's the perfect uh, bathroom break game. <laughs> Good old gotcha. Do you? Do you Al, all right. So you sound like a pretty big Fire Emblem fan. Are you spending money in Fire Emblem? Uh, oh hell no. All right, okay, I was gonna say. <laughs> You're not that big of a fan. Not that big. Not big enough to buy a second phone and play a second account. Yeah, come on, dude. Simultaneously. What are you doing? <laughs> You see those pictures online of like the Japanese guys that have 15 phones playing Pokemon Go on a bunch of them? Yeah. I picture that's what you look like behind the camera where there's just a whole wall of switches just all shiny hunting simultaneously. Dude, I wish if you could somehow sync your Joy-Cons to all like feed off of one Joy-Con so I could like do my trades from like 10 switches at the same time just by pushing <laughs> one. Hearing uh, it out loud, I'm shocked it doesn't exist. I, there probably is some sort of... There has to be. We can do it. Machine. We can figure it out. Yeah, you just get like a big piece of plywood and glue all of the Switch controllers. Yeah, in, like, just a bunch of rubber bands. Connect. I've seen like, things on Reddit where people have... like there's it, 
in the game you have to like trade pokemon over and over again to you know maybe get a shiny you have very low odds so people make these little like spinner machines that keep hitting the trigger because all you have to do is hit the trigger the a button just do it over and over again for like 12 hours so they had these little machines that just you know go for 12 hours and i guess they wake up in the morning and uh you know they have a one in four thousand chance of uh getting a shiny pokemon oh we i can definitely write you a script they make little adapters that you can put like external controllers into your switch and we can make whatever button combinations happen automatically yeah ryan give nintendo more money and buy one of those labos and then build a machine from the labo that auto shiny hunts for you i don't know what labo is what is that it's It's cardboard cardboard. (laughs) yeah it's basically like a cardboard erector set slash programming system so you can build shit out of it Uh, so it's like it connects with uh with cardboard yeah it like it uses all the sensors in the um the switch to like you could build a piano out of it and then when you hit the keys since it registers like movement or whatever it'll actually play there's one that was like a weird sort of exoskeleton mech suit there's like a system of pulleys to a backpack and uh, there's a bunch of dumb things you could do with it you should put one together on stream i'll get you one and we put it together on stream it's it's basically pre-garbage it's not quite garbage yet like when you finish eating your arby's and you get the box on your table it's not garbage yet until it until you're yeah. done with it, then it's garbage. I'm sure your cat will tear apart whatever you fail to make. Yeah, well, then maybe I won't be spending money on that kind of thing. Yeah, I don't yeah know. The, cat well, Labo mech might be nice. Oh my god. I think we just stumbled upon something. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> well, that's uh, that about wraps it up. Does anybody have uh, any other uh, topics that well, they want uh, to discuss uh, this week? Going on right now, um, I don't know if you're paying attention, but the uh, Awesome Games Done Quick is going on right now. So mm-hmm. I watched uh, somebody do a co-op run through Time Splitters 2 today, <laughs> and I forgot how bad that game looked. Uh, but yeah, they, they it did was, it in like 30 it minutes. Well. I don't even remember. We must have played the first Time Splitters a lot more than the second one. Yeah, we Cause did. Because I didn't, uh, I didn't recall There was a monkey in that game, level. wasn't there? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I, I don't know how I feel about, like, speedrunning, because it's definitely something that's taken off the last few years, but I sort of understand the appeal of watching people play games via, like, Twitch or, uh, like, YouTube, uh, and I understand there's, like, a ton of skill and practice that goes into being able to speed run a game. Sure. But you got to memorize I, like everything. Yeah. I can't get into it though. It's not something that has ever appealed to me. I actually, believe it or not, I, I started watching Mitch flower power on Twitch. He's a super Mario brothers three speed runner who recently just broke the 100% world record. And if you watch the video, you'll see a shit ton of no chancey emojis in there. Cause I was in the chat when, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> when he did it, but, uh, <laughs> I didn't get it either until I I think Mex kind of opened my eyes up to what the allure of of watching somebody do something over and over again is. And it's the sense of I don't want to miss him do it. Even if that thing yeah. is like in Mex's so case to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it, it you're still there and there's a community and you're having fun chats and things like that, but if if I've watched you sit in one spot for an hour I'm going to be fucking pissed if I don't stay for another 15 minutes and see you get 
the the thing that you've been waiting for the entire time. And that's yeah. like I heard you say that you're going to start doing some stuff off stream and you better record that stuff. There's a little record button. Yeah, on the yeah. People are letting me know that like the left hand Joy-Con has like a record thing yeah. that you can record like 30 seconds. Yeah, and we can we can get them onto the YouTube channel and probably quadruple our freaking views because people love Pokemon. But uh, the so watching Mitch Firepower, I watched him. I just used to toss him on when I was playing other things and just watch him just do the same thing over and over again. And then he eventually beat it, and I happened to be there, and it was just a cool experience. The chat erupted. Everyone was just throwing bits at him and yeah. spamming emojis. It was a good time. Yeah. No, I do enjoy the uh, speedrunning things. I think it's really cool. Jeff, do you have an opinion on speedrunning or awesome games done quick? It's uh, it's impressive, but uh, I don't have enough time to sit with one game to begin with, let alone memorize a oh, game yeah. from start I mean, to finish. Not not saying uh, necessarily learning it yourself, but uh, just just watching other people do it. I guess um, is that something you've done in the past, or you don't? Oh, really absolutely. Yeah. You go down that YouTube rabbit hole where you, you just yeah. leave it on and things just start auto-playing. Yeah, like mm-hmm. today today I watched somebody play Warcraft 3, which I loved. I played the shit out of that game when we were younger. I watched somebody play Time Splitters 2, a co-op. I watched somebody play Halo Reach before I fell asleep. I was watching that one, like too. like a half hour. <laughs> yeah, I was, and I then, was watching um, that one, too. And then after that, they started playing um, uh, Zelda. Zelda Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess, yeah. Which... Um, it said that game Suck. came out in 2006. Was that something mm-hmm. like Mazzetti was playing when we were in college? Uh, it was a GameCube slash Wii. It came out on yeah. both simultaneously. I think he had it for, for GameCube, and I think Bondi had it for Wii. Um, I, I think he was pretty much playing nothing but Kingdom Hearts at that point. So Yeah. Ugh, Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Not excited, Not well, excited well, for Kingdom Hearts 3. So that's one of those games. I have it on the PS3. I have it on the PS4. I pre-ordered three. I haven't been able to actually sit down and play through the what is it like forty-seven games they have? Oh, let's see. They got get, one. To get one the story, five, the movie, one, nine games. You have the ones for the DS. You have the ones for the 3DS. Yeah, there's a lot of them. I got to the point where I can't even watch like a four-hour recap of it just to get caught up because that sounds too daunting. I mean, are they I, all different games? They're all long RPGs. <laughs> I mean, I've never played any of them, but you say there's 40 different games. Are they all like each individual games? Like yeah, there's like different? nine nine different games, but then there's the like almost director's cut or the oh, director's okay. cut plus I see. You yeah. never really know. Yeah, well, the right they, order been, is like they've had a history of re-releasing these games in like a you know point five, point eight, point nine, where they just add like twenty minutes of extra story yeah. to the end. You got to play it again. I, it that, that sounds awful. I don't want to do any of that. But I, people the, are so excited worst, about it. On go ahead. The the worst thing about Kingdom Hearts is it takes like half an hour to get interesting. And then after that, you got like another thirty hours before the cool stuff happens, and everybody oh, tells you, "Ah, oh, just just keep playing yeah, keep and get going. to the cool parts." And no, that's you're just never hitting shadows with a key. That's exactly what people said about uh, Final Fantasy, whichever the one with like lightning. Anything yeah, after ten? <laughs> yeah, because they're like, "Hey, don't be dissing eleven. Eleven was our jam. Yeah. No, yeah, you're you're not you're not. If you ain't fan of Final Fantasy eleven, you came to the wrong place, buddy." <laughs> 
I'm sure I got it behind me on the shelf, but <laughs> well, that was the MMO. Um, okay. MMO. Yeah, that was the OG MMO that we all got involved with after or during high school. Do you ever get into any MMOs? Are you an MMO player at all? No, so not at player? all. What you, like, what, what's your jam? Like, what uh, you told us what your favorite games were of all time, and and they were you know some game some Game Boy games and mostly single player experiences. Do you get into you know multiplayer games at all? Uh, it really depends on the the core group of people I play with, what they want to play, because I, you guys saw I'll buy anything. You tell me it's a video game, and you can play it. And I'm like, oh, cool. Sounds fun. I'll pick it up. <laughs> but uh, it really depends on what the group, like, you guys have kids and wives and things like that, and they do too. So it's really up to them. If a game <laughs> comes out on every single console, do you have a specific console you, uh, you know, would rather play on? Depends. Depends? Uh, if it's a, a franchise like, say, Resident Evil, and I associate that with Sony... I'll pick it up on the on the PlayStation. Uh, otherwise, it really depends on what the group is going to play it on most. Like, like my group right now, we got PS4, Xbox One, and it's pulling teeth to get them to turn an Xbox on. Yeah. the the dashboard just confuses the hell out of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think Max is the only one out of us that has an Xbox, and it's essentially just a Rock Band machine. Yeah. I mean, I bought the Xbox One specifically just to play Rock Band. So, yeah, yeah, I've I've seen some of those streams you have. <laughs> yeah, we haven't done one of those in a long time, but uh, I do. Enjoy you should myself. bust you should bust it out again and see if uh, what what it's like having people in chat while you do it because you pretty much were playing for yourself for yeah. the countless hours you were yeah. playing before. I, I enjoy me some Rock Band. <laughs> Are those all still muted? Uh, probably, yeah. Well, no, that we're not we're not partnered yet, so it only keeps stuff on for like fourteen days. So yeah, a lot of that stuff has like, falling off. You have to like actually download it and like repost it if you want to uh, mm-hmm. keep it on the stream. Yeah, hold on, I'll be right back in another second. So, question for you, Jeff, because uh, we touched on this a few times before. Um, but what are your thoughts on the classic consoles that are being released the past year or two? Like the well, mini, little mini guys. They're neat. I'll give them that. But not, really, really, I have a, Fam- or a Super Famicom Classic is the only one I've actually bought. So I always wanted to pick up a Super Famicom, but I never got around to it. <laughs> but really, the whole point of a classic console is to mod it, put your own games on it. Yeah. And you can do that on... On a PC. So many devices. PC, yeah. uh, NVIDIA Shield, Raspberry Pi. Your mobile phone. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you can play them anywhere. But I think that's more geared towards a casual... Oh, I remember playing that when I was younger. Yeah. And yeah. then hope, I, I haven't hope. talked to a single person that actually... Yeah, I'm really... I bought time. No, mine's just a nostalgia machine that I may or may not turn on at some point. Um... I I was thinking about it because the PSX that's uh, a piece of shit because they dropped the ball on their game choices just fell $40 in price. Uh, They way overmade, totally undersold because they picked just an awful selection of games. But um, 
I was looking at it and I was like slightly tempted to be like, eh, if this shuts down in a little bit, maybe I'll pick one up for like 30, 40 bucks and then mod some new games into it. But uh, I looked at the current modding thing and I was like, oh, there's absolutely no point in doing that. I would rather just emulate it on my PC and play it rather than have to go through all the steps to like put it on a USB, make files and folders specific to that and then put them on you know the shitty little not console if you're you're better off just getting a raspberry pi downloading retro pi which has all the emulators already on it if you don't have access to a 3d printer which you do because you work for the same place that i work and everybody has access to 3d printers and you I, have, saw those. You, I thought it was students you have them. no you have free filament that you can download uh i, I forget how, like how many grams you get for free but you could just print yourself out a little case. It could be whatever you want it to be. There's go on Thing Maker and pick whatever you want it to be. It could be a little PlayStation, and you can make it look just like the PlayStation Classic if you wanted to. Uh, I could even print out a gun if I wanted to. They probably wouldn't let you print the gun. Probably not. You can try. Uh, I actually have the, bl- <laughs> the, the blueprints for it. Well, you're on a list now. Yeah. Well, hey, Mitchell, was- what's going on? It was uh, ages ago um, when that, <laughs> that weirdo guy like first invented it that uh, the government was like, oh, no, you can't have those. And so he was freely giving them away. And just for shits and giggles, I was like, yeah, sure, why not? I'll, I'll download a copy. So it's like sitting somewhere. But I was like, this is the biggest piece of shit that'll blow up in your hand in, in like one, one try. So it was like, yeah. But it'd be free for you. So it's the biggest yeah. free piece of shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess, but I, I still wouldn't even attempt it. That, that's probably the worst idea ever. To go to your place of business, which happens to be a medical institution slash university, and print out a gun? <laughs> yeah, Actually, that probably is. Uh, do you remember that game that we played, uh, Keep Talking or the Bomb Explodes? Yeah. So uh, I printed out like five copies oh, of Jesus that manual Christ. at work, and <laughs> I was sitting there like guarding the uh, printer just to make sure nobody walked by as the cover page printed out and said "bomb defusal manual" all over the front of it. I was like, I could see that not going very well. Uh, we're doing pretty good, Mitchell. We are just closing out a podcast that we do here uh, every Wednesday. Talk about games and. We're just hanging out here a little bit afterwards, discussing some other things with our newest member, Jeff, and uh, trying to figure out what uh, what he's all about. Well, Jeff, did you have fun? That's that's the I, most important part, because we can't pay you. Um, and that's uh, this is this is just for the fun of it. Uh, yeah, I got to say it was a, a pretty good time. Good stuff, man. I think that you will fit just in and I'm really glad to gamer that's going to be on here from week to week hopefully if you decide you want to come back for another round because steve plays nothing but pc games and they're all like a year and a half old and mex only plays pokemon so it'll be nice to have some other input <clears throat> no yeah i'll play whatever you guys want to play uh, good sorry i missed a little bit there but... no we're just we're just closing out the show here talking talking things through Okay. Max, you have um, you have any cl- you have any closing arguments for anything? No, I'll anything be streaming Pokemon about? all week. Come check me out, please. Hey, send, either use social media for the love of God. I told Sarah to uh, start like doing it 
but we'll see. She, She's she been has, doing like Instagram posts, I think. Yes, I saw the Instagram. I saw Facebook. She can have the main channel account. Did I get all the shinies yet? No, we're getting there though. We're getting there. Yeah, you have to. You can't spoil it. You should have said we have to stop in tomorrow. Oh yeah, me. yeah. Excuse me. Uh, stop in tomorrow and find out. <laughs> but also no but also yeah not, no <laughs> so what you have one left right like no, one no. left that's just out like out in the wild the rest of them you have to oh, like, yeah do yeah. bullshit for yeah yeah so i got nine left um and then i have to go back and like catch 60 more again basically yeah so, they'll fine. complete the living decks but so you but you have to do like the, the resets to get yeah like fossils, legendaries, Mewtwo. Yeah. So it's going to be rough. Ryan, I have a dumb question for you because uh, sometimes I have trouble following along in the streams because it's so like Pokemon centric. And while I do enjoy Pokemon, like it's t- difficult for me to just like pop in there and, and mm. chat with people because it's yep. all that. But, uh, the last time I was on, there's that guy who ripped off the the mod, the other guy, Dan. Yeah. How exactly did that go down? What like what happened? How did he how did he give him a Pokemon that he didn't expect to and or want back? Um, I don't know. I guess he was just trusting that he would get it back. You know, you don't really go in expecting someone's gonna rip you off. But it also wasn't something like super duper important, so it wasn't well, yeah, a huge deal. It was it was just supposed to be, I think, like a semi-decent average. yeah i mean probably, it was it was a decent pokemon but it wasn't like a shiny or anything so it wasn't that but huge it, i mean like what what were they doing that led up to a guy even be able to snatch it like i don't um, i don't just randomly open up trade windows with people in games and mmos and be like i think he oh, was asking no. to like complete his pokedex so like the, uh, mod, so the mod was he, trying to help him out he was just trying to borrow it for a specific task yeah, just to trade it into his game and then trade it back, basically. Okay, I see it, that was lost on me. So I was like, why? Why did it get to the point where he gave him something, or yeah. was even able to give him something by accident? Yeah, that the other guy could just take it and run. I was like, what's what's no. the deal there? Yeah, I mean, uh, some people are uh, bad, so <laughs> you know, that's just how it is. You know. I guess we got uh, to. Actually, one, we, got, we got a question from the yeah, chat. Yeah, one more yeah. question tonight, Steve and Dan. What do you guys play? You guys don't play Pokemon, so uh, I, and I guess Jeff too. I know we kind of already went over this, but uh, give us a quick, quick game right now. Go, Steve. Uh, yeah. So I mentioned this before that I'm more of a video game locust. That I don't generally finish games. I just play all of the enjoyment that I have out of them till something else shiny and interesting comes along. So. Uh, my tastes have a tendency to change. Like currently, I'm playing XCOM 2. Uh, previously, I had played the crap out of Far Cry 5 and some things in between. So I'll usually jump between like uh, an FPS game to a tactics game to I don't know an RPG, and it'll just keep cycling around whatever looks interesting and what's on sale, what's out. Damn. I uh, played nothing but Final Fantasy XI and then into World of Warcraft for my entire college and after college career. So my that that was my entire gaming library until currently 
now I play pretty much every Nintendo and PlayStation exclusive because they've all been pretty awesome. So third-person action-adventure games have been pretty much my jam for the last forever. Yeah. Jeff, what are you playing right now? Uh, right now I'm jumping between Yakuza Kiwami 2 and Persona 5. You excited about Joker coming to uh, Smash Brothers? Should be interesting. I don't know if I'd say excited. That's another think, one of those. Do you Kingdom think that Hearts. he learns? Is he is he going to stand the test of time? It's a as like it's an a important weird. enough video game character to be in Smash Brothers. Get out of here. That's my no. question. I didn't think so. It's really weird. It's interesting to see what Nintendo is doing with it, though, because I I think they're using Smash DLC as a way to say. This isn't the Wii U. We're going to get new games. We're going to get third-party support, and this is how we're going to throw it in there. Yeah, I mean, I think that we have to see us Persona Five. I think that's Persona Five R is what they just dropped that trailer for uh, like two weeks ago, last week. That has to be coming to, to Switch, right? Like the, and that would be just, the perfect place to play that game. That's the, that's. I've always been kind of scared of the persona games um i didn't have a vita i had a psp i don't remember if they had any on the psp they definitely were like persona 4 golden was like i hear was like the best place to play that was on psp i think i might jump in on switch i think that that might be that's a good game to play for 20 minutes and put down right like i, I can i can do that uh maybe like 40 minutes and put down minutes. i could do 40 it's it's very much like dungeon crawler than visual novel for twenty minutes. Sounds that's uh, yeah I, I could do that. All right, well we've gone for about an hour and fifteen. I probably should have closed the show out and then had like the uh, little uh, after show discussions, but uh, I'm gonna close it out right here. Thanks for uh, joining us. Uh, we're game night now every Wednesday here on Twitch.tv slash game night now. We get together talk about video games. Board games, card games, mostly video games this week. Actually, uh, can... I was, was going to say, we completely omitted all of that uh, yeah. this week. Hey, thanks, Mitchell. I appreciate that. <laughs> you can catch our VOD archive on YouTube. Just search Game Night Now. And we are also on every podcast service that I could feasibly jam this on to. So make sure to go over and subscribe to this over on your favorite podcast service. Uh, for max and steve and jeff for the first time i'm dan thanks for watching have a good night guys bye bye